Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our Old Testament reading this evening from the book of Joel, as we did on Ash Wednesday, we once again hear of Joel calling Israel to repentance. Now, the specific reasons for the call to repentance are not explicitly mentioned in Joel chapter 2, but it can be inferred from other parts of the book that the people of Israel had turned away from God and were facing judgment as a result. Now, in our text, Joel begins by warning the people of Israel of a great and terrible day that is coming. He then tells them to blow the trumpet in Zion, to sound the alarm on God's holy mountain, and to let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. The prophet is telling the people that the day of the Lord is near, a day when God's judgment will fall upon the nation. Now, the imagery used by Joel in this passage is striking. He describes a day of darkness and gloom, of clouds and thick darkness. Fire will devour them before, and there will be desolation to the land. People will be so struck with dread and despair that the blood leaves their faces and they look pale. Now the prophet paints a picture of a world turned completely upside down where even the natural order is disrupted. Now the language here that Joel is using is meant to instill a sense of urgency in the hearts of his hearers. But even in the midst of this warning, there is hope. Joel goes on to say, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. Return to me with all your heart. Now, the Hebrew word for return here is shub, and it can be translated to turn or to turn around. And it is very common. It's a very common verb. It's used over a thousand times in the Old Testament. And in many of those cases, this verb shub is translated as repent, implying a turning around a change of mind, heart, and behavior, and a reorientation, no longer away from God, but towards God. Repentance is God's work that leads a person to renounce sin, requesting God's mercy, and returning to His way. And repentance is not just some one-time event. 
No, but it's an ongoing process of turning away from sin and turning towards God. It's a turning away of the things that separate us from God and turning towards the things that draw us closer to Him. So when Joel here says, return to me with all your heart, his message is clear. The people of Israel must repent of their sins and turn back to God. Now, just as God's people had turned away from the Lord in their hearts, so also they are to return to him with sincerity and full conviction. Only then will they be able to escape the judgment that is coming, which is so portrayed in this text this this evening. The Lord God requires this turning to himself with all the heart, which is to be outwardly manifested, as Joel says, in fasting, weeping, and in mourning. But God's people, they they should not be content only with these outward signs and repentance. No, it's more than that. Rend your hearts and not your garments, says Joel. Rendering your heart means to tear it open. The Israelites were to examine the deepest part of themselves to see where they had sinned against God and against their fellow human beings. So it is simply not enough to go through the motions of religion or perform good deeds to impress others. No, the Lord wants inner sincerity, not just an outward show. But Joel's mercy... But Joel's message, excuse me, Joel's message is not one of despair. He knows that God is a God of mercy and grace, a God who is slow to anger, abounding in love. God is a merciful God. He is slow to anger and abounding in love. He is willing to forgive those who turn back to him. Joel urges the people to take advantage of this great mercy, to repent of their sins, and to turn back to God. Now, as we reflect on this passage this evening... We can see that it's not just a call to repentance for the people of Israel. No, it is also a call to repentance for us today. Repentance is necessary in our Christian life. For John the Baptist, Christ, Peter, and Paul speak of this all throughout the New Testament. And Jesus himself makes it very clear when he said, Repent and believe in the gospel. Mark chapter 1, verse 5. We never outgrow repentance. As long as we live in this fallen world, 
we are and remain sinners. As long as we live in the flesh, in our flesh, we are sinners. We are always in need of our Lord's mercy and grace. Which means then that our Christian life is a life of repentance. Now the very first of Martin Luther's famous 95 thesis says this. When our Lord and Master Jesus Christ said, Repent, He willed the entire life of believers to be one of repentance. So how do we do this? We do it by returning to God with all our hearts, as Joel said. This is repentance. That is our sorrow over our sin, which we have and we do daily, our sorrow over our sin, and faith. Faith in the Lord's promise of forgiveness. But this kind of faith, this kind of repentance, it it can be difficult because it requires us to be vulnerable, right? To acknowledge our own limitations and also our own failings. Now, it can be scary to turn towards God with all our hearts, especially if we feel like we've let him down in the past. But the good news is, is that God is still always there. He's waiting for us with open arms when we return to him in repentance. God is gracious and merciful And because of this, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us and to rise again, defeating death and sin once and for all. And because of this great mercy, he continues to forgive us even when we have fallen short, even when we daily fall short. And so we turn to him in repentance, trusting in his promise or forgiveness. So as we journey through this season of Lent, let us return to God with all our hearts. Let us seek his will in all things. Let us confess our sins and trust in his love and power to save us and trust in his promise of forgiveness. Let us remember that no matter how far we may have strayed, God is always there waiting for us with open arms when we return to the Lord with all our heart. In the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh,